0: Broadcasting from the Third Coast and recorded live at Tripod South Studios, this is The Hango Show.
1: I need to get inside your
2: head. I got to know if you insane.
0: Let's put those headphones on so we can all hear each other.
2: So
1: what, what
2: is. Uh, what's, what's going on with your health?
1: I don't know. I wish I knew. I can't see which one of the... Oh, there there we go. Hey. It's been a minute. Yeah. Wow. I, I, was, I was referring to the kids and all the stuff they've got going on the next two weeks, something every single day. But now, health-wise, I just went to um, a checkup last week, and a bunch of my labs came back all wonky and... I've been having a few like newer symptoms, and so she just comes at me with, "I'm afraid we've missed something somewhere."
0: What, like with your lupus, or what? Or
1: just autoimmunity oh. in general, and so they're sending me to a neurologist. What is it
2: that is making them think that?
0: Like, are Let's you get closer?
2: Okay, are you um like whenever I you know I have MS, and whenever I was. Before I was diagnosed and I first started experiencing symptoms, um, I got diagnosed with Bell's Palsy. Like, my first symptom was just the side of my face went numb, thought I was having a stroke. And then they diagnosed me with Bell's Palsy, and they were like, that'll go away. And it did. And then, like, a week later, I was hanging out with some friends. Um, and w- and we had smoked some weed. Like, we had hit a blunt and... um. Then I remember getting up and going outside and smoking a cigarette and then I remember waking up and a bunch of dudes were like slapping me on the face and being like, hey, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm just like, holy shit. And I ended up going to the hospital and whenever it was time to do my paperwork, I could not, you know how you don't have to tell your hand to do things? Like it just does it. Mm -hmm. I could not make my hand write my signature. Like it... That's not ever a thing that's been a problem, and I knew that something was seriously wrong then, and that was,
0: uh... Just t- you can turn that, tilt it up towards you, like the, right there where your left hand's at. Mm-hmm. You can tilt the mic up more that way. You may have to loosen it a little bit.
2: How? How? Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me, Daddy. Diddy, I need an adult. <laughs> that's what I wanted the whole time. That, that's all I wanted from life. Is that okay, then? Thank, thank you, Diddy. You're welcome. <laughs> or should I say zaddy, right? <laughs> so anyway. <clears throat> but yeah, like, so it was, uh, you had asked me if I'd had some kind of test yeah the the positive a and a well and i had to look that up i was like I've, I've had a lot of tests but i don't know if i had that one and i'm thinking the reason why there was no need to have right. that one is because it's very obvious like i mean signals are not getting to her hand something must be happening
1: yeah now i was asking because they they ran mine again for the first time since i got diagnosed with lupus and that was like over 3 years ago and once once they determine that you have that in your blood it's the anti nuclear antibodies mm-hmm. it's very some healthy people have a very low amount in their bodies but if you have a high positive it's indicative most of the time of an autoimmune condition but they got that back and all the, they call, what they call an ENA panel, which checks for specific antibodies. And the ones that are specific for lupus were actually lower. And so, in a way, that that kind of determines your disease activity in combination with your inflammation markers and stuff right. like that. But um, the ANA had actually, like, quadrupled. And then there's a new type there too, and so they're like, "Okay, like a new." Because <laughs> it was really weird. Board. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, but I've I've been having issues, especially with like muscle spasms and stuff. Like I'll when I'll write or I'll try to like open a can or you know if I'm stirring something when I'm cooking, it, like my muscles will just lock up. And I can't... That, you know, the stirring thing? Yeah. That, that
2: locking up, like, where I could only stir things like this? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was... That, that was a nice visual gag. No, I Very got sure. it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sh- yeah. Oh, the Yeah. <laughs> stirring the potato. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I got you now. Because that's what I was thinking, but I was like, she's telling me a serious story, so I don't need to say... <laughs> Say what? take a strong hand. Yes, you do.
0: Yes, you do. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Hango Show. This is your host, Hango Wood. And tonight, I've got Tarika Mesa back in
1: here. Well, we're just talking about our old lady health problems, y'all. Pray for
0: us. I had no idea you were having more issues.
1: Well, I hadn't said anything about it because I don't want people to think I'm a hypochondriac, but it's a bunch of little little things. It's little things. like (laughs) mine. I've been having a lot of neck problems, too, and... Like, I'll turn my head a certain... Sometimes I can't turn it at all. And then when I do, when it's like that, it's like this weird, like, yeah. shocky feeling I hope goes down my back. And... I hope you go to see Dr. which is the doctor that I see in t-
2: the neurologist. And, yeah, if it's MS, he's the manual. Like, he's a good dude. And seriously, like, all of those symptoms, like, the... Yeah, like that feeling in your neck, like that, you know, I, I used to have like a shock sort of feeling that would just run down my backbone and it would just be like if I turned a certain way mm-hmm. and.
0: Is that a, I've been experiencing something similar to that. Yeah. Yeah, now got me. Now, I'm a hypochondriac. Well,
2: that's just it. I was, I was so glad that a pandemic came along so that I could start diagnosing myself with COVID 18 times a day versus diagnosing myself with different MS symptoms.
0: No, like at work, I'll like go to grab something, have to walk around something, try to walk around something, like catch my shoulder on it. And just that small catch, it feels like lightning shooting down like the middle of my back. Ting.
1: Yeah. Well, I, when, I st- when she mentioned that, like, it never crossed my mind. I thought it was just a bunch of random things. I knew it wasn't right, but then again, lots of things happen, too, and so I just brush them off. But it, it gets quite annoying, especially lately, because it happens more and more, you know, like I said, with the hands. And then at night, it, almost every night, I wake up and my legs are cramped up so bad yeah. that I have to get up and walk, and sometimes I can't even do that. I just have to stand there and hold the end of the bed and try to put weight down on it to make it ease up. But Yeah, I only play a doctor on TV,
2: but seriously. And on a podcast now, apparently. Right, yeah. and on a, yeah. <laughs> well, welcome, welcome to this medical podcast. Um, but no, seriously, like all of those things sound like you just need... Lumbar puncture and an MS test.
1: Lovely. Uh,
2: just so you know, uh, for like I've always heard horror stories about spinal taps. That was such a fun test for me. I was so messed up on whatever drugs they gave me, <laughs> and make so you And the technicians in there were just like, "Girl, are you still awake? Oh my!" And I was just making jokes and making them laugh. They were like, "This is the." Funniest lumbar puncture we've ever done. Thank you. And I'm like, oh, no. Thank
1: you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you want to do gifts first? We this, we're supposed this is, to bring gifts? No, this is like years from Halloween, remember?
1: Oh, and I've uh-huh. still got your birthday present at the house. And I forgot to bring it's it all good. to you again. It's all good, babies. Oh, my God.
0: I no birthday present.
1: No, but I've... Just this save it is, for this year. This is... It's, it's amazing, and you have to have it. I just need to get my shit together.
0: Tighten up, Messa. Um. This is your your pop vinyl that I, I got you for Halloween that didn't came in until late. This is the, the Vincent Prix. <gasps>
1: oh oh my
2: goodness. Oh, it's so good, guys. He's getting He's a little black can. Yeah. <laughs> no That is you know, I still don't know. I mean, yeah, he was married. Yeah, he had a kid, but like everything about the dude screams. Gay, right? Yes. <laughs> <I Right? guess. laughs> but yeah, I love this. This is amazing.
0: This is, he was and a, I
1: love the Look at this little kitty cat. He's holding a cat. Oh my gosh. It's so sweet It's amazing. All I right. I love it.
0: So, y'all remember last time y'all were on? I hope. Maybe you don't. We talked about a certain item during that show. Um, after the show, I reached out.
2: Was it the Nanner Cup? And we've
0: got a very special sponsor for this week's episode. I mean, Shut no up. matter of fact, we got some Hutzlers, 571s, Hutzler. right here.
2: Oh, my goodness. For y'all. <gasps> Look, if oh you guys my. want to come to a podcast <laughs> where you're going to get, I mean, just endless free gifts, all the fellowship. I mean, more than what there there even was in the Fellowship of the Ring. I feel like,
1: <laughs> like you guys want to come to this one? But, no,
0: like, again, they are not sponsors for real. They're not really sponsors. But I did get y'all your own Hutzler five seventy one.
1: But mine's only for bananas that curve to the right. They didn't.
0: Ha- they were sold out of the left. They're all on back order.
2: <laughs> did you want to trade? So I was. T- <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I was. T- I was telling mom about him, and she goes how lazy you got to be to cut a damn banana. It's it's the point of the joke, mom. That's the whole point of the joke. So yeah, y'all got your own Hutzler 571 model.
2: Oh, I can't wait.
1: Me either. You know,
2: I have been saying, wait, I just got some bananas last grocery shop and I've been like trying to eat them. And I'm like, Oh, there's gotta be a better way. Turns out there is. Thanks. Hutzler.
0: So, other than than your medical de- things, how's things been going? I have seen y'all since. Have you Have you been on the show since Halloween? I
1: th- maybe. I think I came over here maybe alone. one Saturday yeah. or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or Sunday. You? I haven't. have not. No. So what's been happening?
1: Um, a whole lot of
2: nothing. I'm Yay. terrified of getting COVID, so I have been staying inside. Well,
0: it's. Fingers crossed, almost over. And if we can just, if we can just dodge, you know, nuclear holocaust, I we'll mean, be doing pretty good.
2: it's fine. He says he's not doing anything, so I think we should just believe him, sure. right? Why not? Right.
0: Like you would any person in power. Just just right. trust him.
1: I mean, he seems honest, right? Yeah. yeah. You know,
0: him being part of the KGB for and, 60 years. And ago.
1: he's, he's Donnie Johnny's BFF, too, and, you <laughs> mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, everything they say is true. Of course.
2: Everything. Do you know, I had to uh, Google the other night. Uh, what happened to Kiev?
1: Because. They call it Kiev. Yeah. We just. I just had this discussion last night. It was confusing me. I'm like, are these two different places? Right. They call it Kiev, but growing up, it was always Kiev. Yeah. yeah.
0: They've. They've done that because that's how it's pronounced in Ukraine, in, yeah, did the whole thing about Beijing, Beijing, when they had the Olympics there a few years back. Mm. I'd always heard Beijing, yeah, but they once they were there, they started calling it Beijing, hmm. see,
2: and that's why I don't watch the damn Olympics. <laughs> we just bastardize
1: everything um,
0: <laughs> well, we, we we pronounce things how they were how they were pronounced to us, right mm-hmm you're a teacher you know this shit
1: i do yeah that's why i was genuinely confused i thought like did i miss something somewhere is there are there two cities
0: i think the news okay. just does it because that's how it was being reported from from ukraine so but i don't i've always heard kiev mm-hmm. growing up almost i can remember
1: me too so i tarika mentions that because it, <laughs> i was literally talking about that last night
0: by like Kiev and mm-hmm. Kiev,
1: Kiev and Kiev.
0: Yeah. So what else? How's how's school going?
1: It's a going. Yeah, I've just been really busy with work. Not really a lot of time to. You went to Nola a, a couple weeks stuff. ago, didn't you? Yeah, we had a convention for work. Did you have a good time? Nope. <laughs>
0: but you're right in the middle of Mardi Gras season. I
1: know, and I I fully intended to go down there and just have a Race big old hail. time. Yeah. But. I felt so trash when I got down there. I didn't do anything but go to the convention and then go back to my room Damn, and go I to sleep. that
0: shit. That's the, the worst when you days. try to go to vacation or go somewhere out of town and then you get there and you just feel like absolute mm-hmm. shit.
1: Yeah, I was so tired. I, I could barely make it through the, the actual day. Like one day I even skipped lunch and went up to my room and took a nap.
0: Damn. Did you eat any good food?
1: Yeah, yeah. Did you get um, some beignets? That's, also That's the one thing I missed. Did, not did you get a get king cake? Mm-mm.
0: I bought one the other day, Friday. You did? First one of the year.
1: And I did have some, some good king cake at uh, my friend Jeff and Diane's house a couple weeks ago. They had ordered some, and we had a slice after band practice. It was good.
0: This was this was strawberry and cream on the inside. Ooh. I'd never had one with filling in it and it was so damn good.
1: Yeah, I've only had the regular kind. Tastes like a honey bun. Mhm. It's good. Somebody described it, I can't remember who, but they said it was like a honey bun and drag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is pretty flashy.
2: <laughs> yeah. Speaking uh, of drag, okay. I um subscribed to the horror channel Shudder. Um
0: Oh, is this your is this gonna be your shitty movie recommendation segment?
2: Oh no. Um this one's actually not shitty, okay. okay? Um there are these drag queens called the Boulet Brothers and they have it's basically like what what's that uh repo show? Drag Race? Yeah, Drag Race. Oh, RuPaul. Is it is oh, basically said, I
0: thought you said repo. I'm like watching repo <laughs> shows now.
2: Drag doing? repo. <laughs> Don't don't hate on my YouTube algorithm, okay? We've come to take your it. car, bitch. <laughs> but no, uh, the Boulay brothers basically have a show that's like Drag Race, except uh, it's horror themed. Um, and these bitches are so this isn't
0: a. This is a, it's a movie? No, it's this a, is a series. It's a series, okay. yeah. And um, it's like horror, like... Doing like special effects type yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're doing like special Guys,
2: effects, makeup, like these crazy, glamorous, filthy drags. I mean, it's it's great. It's great. I recommend that to anybody because it's super good.
0: It's on Shutter.
2: Mm-hmm. And I, the, and these bitches are real catty. They're
0: oh. Real catty. <laughs> I wanted to watch the new. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake on, on Netflix, I just didn't get around to watching it.
2: Yeah, I haven't watched it
0: yet. But from everybody talking about it, it was pretty brutal.
2: Oh, I did watch that um Guillermo del Toro movie, uh, Nightmare Alley.
0: Hadn't heard about it.
2: Um it's it's on HBO Max. Yeah. And and it's on Hulu. Um But yeah, it is, it's long. It's like two and a half hours and it's not necessarily a traditional horror, but it's so good. It's so good. It's, it's a period piece and it's gritty and
0: yeah. Like when's it, it, when does it set? Do you know?
2: Um, I want to say like the, maybe the twenties or the thirties. Like, I mean, it's, it's a carnival, like a traveling carnival.
0: Gotcha. Did you ever watch Carnival?
2: <laughs> you know that I was did. So good. Why? Why y'all? Why can't I know what happened at the end? I know.
0: It, HBO had a long track of canceling shit long before it should have been canceled. Yeah. Carnival was Deadwood was that way. Oh
2: my god! Yes.
0: Like we've done two seasons. All right, when's the, we're not going to do another one. Well, you just left my dick out here in the wind, <laughs> right? With nothing, with nothing <laughs> going on. Did you ever watch Carnival or Deadwood? You need to watch Carnival. It's really good, but you just it leaves you wanting more, and there is no more.
1: Is it on HBO Max mm-hmm. to check that out?
0: And Deadwood is good too. It's West is set like in Deadwood in the eighteen hundred late eighteen hundreds mm-hmm. after the Civil War, and it's and it's really good. It's a Western, but it's gritty as shit. It's really good.
2: Cool. I like it. And like, I'm not typically uh, like just a huge fan of westerns, but this one, I was, I was like standing up on the couch yelling at the TV, like,
0: "Fucking no, <laughs> no! <laughs> Why, why'd y'all do that?" Now, the Deadwood movie was really good. It came out like last year.
2: Oh yeah, it was like
0: a maybe hour and a half long movie. Mm-hmm. Kind of tied some things up, and it was it was really well yeah. done. But I, I needed. I needed more. What was the There's very few shows that HBO did right as far as either not letting them run too long or cutting them way short. Like Eastbound and Down was one of those shows. Yeah. It kind of hit the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. It was getting a little a little off the rails toward the end of it, but they wrapped it up good. Right. But a lot of their shows, they either end way too soon or they let it run way too long. Yeah. Lot, I mean, or they'll
2: start it up again like they did with Sex in the City. Just call it something else.
0: They're just beating the fucking dead horse on mm-hmm. that one for all they can.
2: Or Dexter. Because they're missing that Game of Thrones bunny.
0: That's one I was going to bring up. Mm-hmm. They ended that way too soon. Of course, that was the showrunners wanting to wrap it up. I think George Martin said he'd probably go for 15 seasons if he would just write the damn thing. Right. But yeah, that was probably the most unsatisfying ending to any show ever watched, ever.
2: I was so pissed that they made, like, there was no reason to make Daenerys do all of that. Like, that... Like, I thought that the whole point was, yeah, a lot of shit happens to her character, and sometimes she gets a little bit, you know, a little bit bitchy about it, but, like, eventually she's she's just a strong lady and she fucking overcomes, like...
0: Now they turned her into... The mad queen, yeah, you know, and that she was all against what pissed me off the most. This is what really just yanked my nuts. <laughs> that she went through all those cities in Esteros. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to kill these people, I'm here to free them, I'm here to kill them, I'm here to free them. And then she gets to King's Landing and just burns the place to the ground. Yeah. Apparently, crossing the sea changed her mind. The city was done. They gave up. And she just torched the whole place. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I saved some articles for this, but I can't
1: remember. Have either of y'all watched the Dexter reboot yet? I didn't. I haven't. Mm-mm. I was so pissed when that ended, the way they ended that. I just don't know if I want to watch it or not. I'm I contemplating it.
0: dipped about halfway through the season. After the one John Lithgow was on Mm -hmm. John Lithgow as the bad guy. That was the pinnacle of that show in my opinion. Everybody I've talked to has said it steadily went downhill from that point.
1: It did. Um, but yeah, the last season it's like, you you can tell they're wrapping it up a little too quick. And then the last two episodes that just make no sense whatsoever. You're just like, why, why?
0: (laughs) The season that John Lithgow was on there, um, Tink got the swine flu. Like the weekend that that, that final episode was going to air. And so, what she, did
2: she get up to?
0: You don't want to know. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we did not want to talk about her connections to the the Chinese Communist mm-hmm. Party or yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. Now that we have Mesa here, right? Like, hey,
1: y'all, y'all blamed me. I mean, you've
0: about, had COVID twice now.
1: What about Lauren.
0: You're collecting them all at Pokemon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> only one you didn't get was the original. You could have got that one in Holograph.
1: I've got the Delta Zard and the... Mm-hmm.
0: The Delta Zard and the...
2: Omicronion. Okay. She got that Omicron NFT. Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm.
0: I, bought, I bought a brand new Dodge Omicron. Yeah. It's a great vehicle. <laughs> That's all I thought about when they said this going we'll to call it Omicron. I'm like, isn't it like the new Dodge like wagon or something. <laughs> Dodge Omnicron wagon, get your rocks off. Um, though she got swine flu, like the weekend that premiered, that last that last episode started, and so she was asleep, and I watched it, and I about lost my mind at the ending of it. You know, I knew something was going to happen because like they were kind of wrapping it up, and I'm like there's still 15 minutes left Mm -hmm. this ain't over yet something's gonna happen well then they showed it i'm like fuck you know blew my hair back so the next night she got off from work i was like you need to watch the new dexter (laughs) she's okay she turns it on (laughs) i'm sitting there just waiting it's like sitting there watching somebody watch the red wedding for the first time you know that kind of shit. so i'm sitting there waiting for her to, (laughs) to see the ending of it i'm like and your mind's blown there you go boom
2: that one, I was scream crying at the TV. The Red
0: Wedding? Yes. Yeah.
2: No! That's our babies! Those are our babies!
0: <laughs> they all dead now. Yeah. So, what's been going on? Besides, like you you dodging viruses and Bessa's body falling apart again. Lord,
2: I'm dodging them. She's ramming them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's how we do. <laughs>
0: He goes out of the way. goes. <laughs> <It's like>, oh. <laughs> um. Nothing else good. I've just
2: mm-hmm. been, I've just been being a nerd lately. Um,
0: what you been nerding on?
2: Um. Well, you know, I do that other podcast uh, book club, mm-hmm. um, and this this time around, our our book that we're clubbing is um the Fellowship of the Ring. Oh, and it's very good. Um, I will say, <laughs> I'm going to end up pissing those nerds off. Good. Um, and here's why. I this is my first time through uh, the book. Like I've seen the movies so many times, uh, but the book all I all I've ever heard about the book is that Peter Jackson is a fucking asshole for not putting Tom Bombadil in the fucking movies. Like, why isn't Tom Bombadil in the movies? That's the most awesome character in the book. He's not in the movies. Why? The reason why is because that fucker is obnoxious. (laughs) All he does whenever he comes in any room is start singing. That's it. He just starts singing. Is he
1: the Jar Jar Banks of... I feel like, Hobbit I land. feel like
2: he is, um, but, you know, I'm listening to it on audiobook, and, you know, maybe, you know, they've read this as a kid, and so, of course, they're not singing in their heads, and so he seems like an awesome character. This fucker sings every song that Tom Bombadil sings, and just whenever I'm like, oh, thank God, he left the fucking room. Jesus. Yeah, something happens, and he just walks back in being Tom Bombadil. Well, is he, like, like, a
0: bard or something, or is this, like, his, is this his shit? He's,
2: like, he is this, I don't know, he's, like, some kind of magic man that lives out in the fucking sticks. He, like, the way that they get to where he lives is they sit next to this tree, and it almost eats them, um, and, yeah, they fall asleep, and... They wake up, and they're at Tom Bombadil's, and he helps them, but I honestly don't know what he helped them with, because I kept fading every time he would break into song. Like, he's telling, (laughs) he's telling what he's helping them with, but, like, I'm just like, oh, fuck this fucker again, like, what is his deal? And, yeah, he just, he just never stops singing, so, yeah, yeah. Think that Peter Jackson is a tool. If you want to, you're wrong, okay? Tom Bombadil did not belong in those movies. I don't give a fuck what you said. He would have been singing, and people would have been uproariously laughing at this movie that every everybody loves, like, takes so seriously. And you're just like, oh, man, and Sam White and Frodo going to make it, man. I hope they make
0: it. And so anybody who's pissed off about Tariqa's critique here can email... The hango show at gmail.com into the subject put Tariqa's wrong in all caps. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And just let me know. And next time she's on here, we'll go through the emails. Oh,
2: that will be fun. (laughs) And also, might I add in, fuck Tom Bombadil.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've never read the book, books, or I've never watched the movies. I've never been a big fan of fantasy no, you're more of stuff. a
2: um, like nonfiction type reader, aren't
0: you? I read some fiction, but most of the fiction I read was. Uh, I read fiction as a kid. You know, Ariel Stein.
2: Right. Right. Uh,
0: I, did, I had into a whole swing for about five, six years of reading nothing but autobiographies. I like I like to read a biography of somebody in their words. Mm-hmm. I don't want the. I don't care nothing about biographies. People just make up shit all of a sudden or it's unauthorized yeah you know? I, I liked but any kind of autobiography you get me give me i'll read it uh especially cash by johnny cash probably one of the best ones i've ever read but i would read fiction from time to time read a lot of stephen king as most folks do chuck Palahniuk was a, a big one for a long time i really like everything he put out um but yeah i've mostly been a, a non-fiction a nonfiction art, or a reader but I just never cared for any kind of fantasy genre. Like the first thing I ever watched that was really fantasy was was Game of Thrones. Yeah. And it had enough war and tits in it to keep me interested. Right. So
2: There's enough raping for everybody.
0: <laughs> That's something when I first started watching it, you know, it was like the first like three episodes was just called Carl Drago raping Danny until she was cool with it. You know, so right. I was like, this taught me something. If you rape a girl long enough, that she'll eventually come around.
2: hmm Exactly. I mean, Messa and the, young, wrong. You and look the younger the better. <laughs> the younger the better. You know, if they're...
0: Messa looks I so cannot. disturbed. She's like, I'm closing my eyes and this didn't happen.
1: Oh, wait.
0: Yeah, so I, a friend of mine, she convinced me to start watching it. And like after the second episode, I said, I've, I've learned something. You rape a girl long enough and she'll come around to love you.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say before that even before you even finished that line i knew it was coming I was like, <laughs> That's, like, what that's why. he's not
0: gonna say he's not gonna say it oh he said it yeah i heard what you said i heard that that's what she yes. said yeah cute
2: also can we talk about this rocking little stash you got going on Listen, that I'm it's, loving? it's a whole thing i love it
0: yeah uh my my beard grows in kind of patchy here mm-hmm. and here so I keep it kind of trimmed low so you can't see the patches as bad. And I used to just keep the mustache part shaved clean because I don't like food getting stuck on my face. Right. You know,
1: you don't need a snack for later? <sighs> I'm
0: going to now. Look what I'm rocking. <laughs> <laughs> and I went like, I don't know, about three weeks without shaving at all. And I went to, to trim the beard down. And when I did, I was like, ah, fuck it, leave the mustache on there. So
2: I'm liking it.
0: Yeah. Thanks. You're making fun Do of me. Do like you mine? No. Just, Honey, get, get the messaging shots under control. Honey, <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> um, I've had, a, I've had a whole thing with trying to get a car. Yeah. Oh my God. There is few things that I hate in this world than trying to buy a car.
2: Um, I've heard that, um, uh... What is it? CarMax?
0: That's who I'm going through.
2: Yeah, I've heard that that's like the least Mm -hmm. hassle. It is.
0: But just the process of trying to... It's probably the biggest purchase you're going to make other than a house. Right. Right? And it's a depreciating asset. Mm A hundred percent. What you buy for today, it's not going to be worth that. Tomorrow. Next year or, or whatever. Yeah. So... I, I found, I found, I'm getting a Jeep again because mm-hmm. I loved having my Jeep. Pick the Jeep out and was getting ready to go buy it. Not before I'm like, hey, we need to get the title to my car together so we can, couldn't find it. Couldn't find it anywhere. And I was like, when I paid, when I paid that car off, they said, you should receive it in the next fourteen days or so. Okay, it never came in. The bank never released the lien off my car, uh. so I had to call the had to call the bank. And I'm like, okay, we'll send it to you. So then I had to wait for the lien release documentation to come in, mm-hmm. and then mail that to the capital mm. and wait for them to title my car and send that back to me. By the time the one that I wanted was was gone. I don't know if you know about the car market market right now, but oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, And so um, I found another one. And so I'm hoping to get it hopefully by the end of this week.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. But yeah. As far as ease, you go on there and you put in stuff about the car you want to trade in and they give you, they tell you exactly what they're going to give you for your car, you apply for all your financing on there. So when you walk, when you get there, they take your car f- for a ride, come back, and they walk in there. You sign papers and give you the keys. It's pretty. Instead of having to sit there and negotiate, mm-hmm. and haggle, all their prices are their prices. That's so it's none the of worst. that bullshit. That is the absolute worst. And then trying to sneak in a couple more mm-hmm. dollars on you somewhere, you don't deal with any of that at CarMax.
1: Right. Well, that's good.
0: Yeah, I, I found they make Jeeps now with a three ninety two engine in it. Which is a gigantic. That V8. means nothing. Okay, it's me. a it's yeah. a big a big motor. Remember, big motor.
2: Oh, okay, so it's like an Adelbrock. <laughs> you go like an Edelbrock. It's loud. Okay.
0: So they make jeeps with those in them, and I found one at a CarMax for ninety two thousand dollars. I told Tink hey, hey, she's like no. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. She's like no. We're you're not going to drive a truck that costs twice as much as our house. We're not going to do that. But, yeah, so they're ridiculous priced. Crazy.
2: Well, I, you know, of course, the place where I bought my car from, like they asked me every time I go to get my oil change there, I want to do a trade-in. They can do a real good deal on trade-in. However, they failed to mention that, yeah, I. Uh, good luck finding another one. Like, if if you trade yours in, like, yeah, mm-hmm. good luck finding a car you can afford. Because
1: the prices are insane. Like, I've been looking for, it's been several months, probably close to a year now, because I was wanting to try to wait till about this point to see if things start going on sale. Usually they do when people get their taxes back and whatever. But I started looking, what was, it was the end of last summer um just for something bigger because the kids are getting bigger and when all five of us are in my rogue it's like a sardine can even though it's a rogue it doesn't sit five adults comfortably so i was trying to find something that's more has like a third row or something in it yeah and you can't find anything that's a decent price and i'm like I drive too much to drop forty thousand dollars on a vehicle that's going to be worth eight by the time I get it paid off. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous, and you can't find any used cars right now, mm-hmm. hardly at all.
0: Uh, the good thing about CarMax is you can have if you find a car somewhere else at one of their lots, you can transfer it to your local lot. If it's within like a hundred miles, your transfers are free, so that's nice. Yeah. Um. You know, Harpin was on last time it was just me and him on here, his brother bought a a full-size pickup truck a couple years ago, and the dealership called him the other day and said, hey, if you'll bring it back up here, we'll give you what you gave for it two years ago. They're just trying to get inventory. Mm -hmm. It's gotten that bad that they're buying used cars at retail price, a two-year-old used car at retail price. So I don't know. I'm hoping they'll get the superconductor... Thing to go. That's not all of it, though. That's what it originally started off was. They couldn't make new cars because superconductors they used in their chips were back on the supply chain after for COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but now, people are buying up cars because because with all the inflation we're going through, they're afraid that interest rates are going to go up, which they probably will. But they've been close to zero percent since nine eleven.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm
0: you know and that's what what happens when you don't have an interest rate inflation goes through the roof
2: um i just thought of something else uh that is uh like well i guess it's covid related um so i wanted to get a a job like just to you know supplement my income like i i'm on disability and as long as I'm receiving my MS treatments, um, I, I do feel good most of the time, um, and I felt like I could do this seasonal job where you basically it's this company uh, that that has a contract with Walmart, and you take the plants to Walmart and you set up the display, and you're basically like their outdoor plant specialist, like a merchandiser. Yeah, right. Um, and I was, I was looking into it more, and I saw that if I was to accept this job, then I would lose my Medicaid. Now, my Medicaid is what pays for my Medicare premiums, and, um, I also get, like, a, like, I don't have to pay any sort of copay whenever I go to the doctor. Um, I get, like, usually, like that $3 charge uh, for prescriptions that mm-hmm. Medicaid has. Um, so if I didn't have Medicaid, then, yeah, I can't, I, like, it would basically hurt me yeah. to get this job. Um, and the reason why that is, is it's just a seasonal job. Like, I shouldn't be able to make that much money to throw me off that much, except they lowered the poverty level. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking that the reason that they might have done this, like, I was I was talking to a dude that does taxes, and he was like, you know, that kind of makes sense, because they paid out a lot when, um, you know, I mean, the federal government paid out a lot whenever, you know, COVID first happened, people were getting unemployment and shit, like, they, yeah if they lower the poverty level then that means you know you might only be at 120% of the poverty level versus 180% mm-hmm. and that looks better
0: you can make you can make statistics work if you can move the numbers around
2: right and so they just fucking moved the carrot so that yeah like i can't yep. I, I don't know what i'm supposed to do with that
0: yeah, that's that's what i said A year ago, when when they started doing all the stimulus printing, printing of money, more and more and more and more and more, I I told Harpoon, I said, I got all my stuff out of the stock market. I said, because with the inflation that's going to be coming, things are going to tank. You know, you can't just keep making more money and keep moving the goal line or keep printing more money out and expect, you know, a $2 (coughs) gallon of milk to to still be $2. It's this is not the way economics work. Which I'm not. I'm not some kind of great economist. I'm, are you going to die on my show again? Here she goes. Yep. It's time to get the pocket bong out. Yep. Here we go. I knew it was going to happen. We got a tradition here when Tarika comes on, where her body tries to shut her her whole body down. Her body just says, "Nope, we're going we're going to the grave." Today, my body lady.
2: tries to butt fuck me. <laughs> later.
0: So, did you leave your person in there? Oh, you got it right here. At least once an episode. Here we go. Get you hit. Uh, it's all better. <coughs> oh yeah.
2: And that's how you do it. Clear man. out
0: them pipes. And that's like when you got it. You got that that small block four hundred on it, it gets all gummed up. You just put it in neutral and blow that son bitch out. I uh, <laughs>
2: you know what I like the most. about it? it's got them suicide doors.
0: On it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that loving drinking jerk. So she's so happy.
2: <laughs> well, I'm I'm better now. Oh, I'm better now, guys.
1: So glad.
0: Well, damn it. Sometimes we'll get like a death on the air for the first time.
2: Oh, uh, maybe next Halloween. Ooh. Ooh.
1: It's crazy the way that, that the whole disability thing works, too, because I've, you know, kind of looked into it a little myself just because I feel like at some point, I don't know if I'm going to make it another 10 years to my retirement. I just – I it's so hard to get through some weeks. I'm like, I just don't know how long, much longer I can do this.
2: Well, and, and like, for me – my um my ms treatments uh i get an infusion twice a year and for me that is $250,000 mm-hmm. per infusion and so technically the money i receive from the government that pays for that like i'm fucking rich yeah. you know like i am very thankful for that but i receive a just i mean just barely over ten thousand dollars a year and i'm meant to live off of that like groceries rent gas everything yeah and you can't it's it's hard no like i mean if i didn't have people that were kind to me because i'm poor like yeah like i would not make it
1: there's no way and that they've they've put it in such an impossible place for people like like what Tarika was saying, you know, you, you qualify for certain benefits, but then you really can't do anything else. Like maybe you can work, you just can't work all the time. That's like me. I'm not saying I can't work, but to do what I have to do, I don't know how much longer my body can do it. And so, you know, it would be great to be able to go ahead and get benefits, you know, and but at the same time, get a little bit of cash on the side. Like if you find a at work from home job or something right. that you only have to do a couple of days a week to supplement. But the minute you do that, they take all of that away. Yeah. So it's like either it's all or nothing.
0: And I'm, I'm so screwed up. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm so torn on it. Um, from a ideological level, you know, area from a view, um, you know being libertarian, I want you know very little government reach into my body or, or not into my body into my life, and um, or into your body, <laughs> into my body. You know, I, want I mean, you're not
2: a white woman, but you, you know,
0: <laughs> I want them out of my body, and out of my bedroom. I, I want, mm-hmm. you know, I want them out of mm-hmm. my wallet. I want, I don't, I want the government super small. Yeah, but I also have friends who are sick and need help. You know, and I don't want them to do without. Or to die, because right. because because medical bills are so expensive. You know, that's a friend a friend of mine from work. Hey, Ashley, uh, she decided to take another job. But her holdup was she was going to be taking a little bit of a pay cut. And she said, "I can make it work, but gosh, I just don't know." I said, anyway, "You know how 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 messed up it is to be in the richest country in the world, and." eighty percent of people are are one medical emergency away from being bankrupt? Yeah, mm-hmm. there should be no reason for that.
1: Mm-mm. That's the reason that most people file bankruptcy. Right. Yeah, that's why I did the the first time I had to. It was all it was medical bills, medical debt, medical debt, and I had a job and insurance. Yeah. And I was just drowning in it. That's
0: it. it. You know, because Ashley's got a little boy. She's like, you know, what if he. Breaks his arm on his bike next week. Right. What am I going to do then? You know, she said, I, I just can't. She didn't want to have a gap in her work. You know, so she had to, like, work out her notice till she was ready to start her next job. <clears throat> and in that time, she was able to get a little bit more money to put away just in case something did happen.
2: Yeah. You
0: know, I got to work, um, or I got back from my first run the other night, and we've got a lady who who cleans the offices and everything at night. And sometimes she comes there a little earlier. Sometimes she comes and she don't come until like 3 in the morning and do it then. And uh, I got back and she was getting ready to leave. It was about midnight. I said, well, have a good night. And I was unloading my van and she came around the corner and scared me to death. I was her on the corner. It's the van. I was like, God, I'm going to put a bell around your neck. What do you, what do you want? And she's like, my car won't start. I was like, let's go take a look at it. You know, she parked right next to me and she turned the key to nothing. I said, battery's dead, you know, pop your hood. Popped her hood and got the got the jumper cables on there. The whole time she was standing there, she was just like rubbing her rubbing her head and wringing her hands. And I got hooked up. Said, "Turn your key," and it fired right up. And she was, "Oh, thank God!"
2: Because all she was thinking about is, "I don't have the money can't to pay for whatever's, to do wrong, whatever's with wrong
0: with this. this." Exactly. Yeah. She was so nervous that she was going to be out a hundred dollars. You know, that's make or break for some people. Yep, See, <laughs> you know, for a lot of people. The majority of people, $100 is a make-or-break thing from paycheck to paycheck, you know? And she's like, well, I hope hope it still works. I'm like, well, you know, drive it home. So by the time you get home, you should have charged the alternator enough to know if it's a battery or if it's the alternator. Right. You know, and the next night she was there. She said, everything works. She goes, everything's great. Uh, my radio won't turn on now. I said, you've blown a fuse somewhere. Yeah. How much is that? It's like, you like, a box of them for $5. oh, okay. You know, but she didn't know. She, yeah. you know, she's going to be out $2,000, get a radio to work again. She had no clue. Um, yeah, I'm really torn on that. You know, because I, I don't want people to be dependent on the government. But then the system is set up now for everyone to be dependent on the government in some way or another. Well,
2: that's just it. Like I, you know, like I said, as long as I'm getting my treatment, I feel well enough right now that I feel like I could work. Right. But um,
0: well, what about when you stop your treatments, though? How's it going to affect your body?
2: Right. Well, that's just it. And then whenever I start working, they cut all my benefits. And then in six months, whenever I need another treatment, and I can't afford it, like yeah, then I have untreated MS again. And yeah, that's that's not fun, guys.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't. I just you know we, we do need a, we need a huge overhaul of healthcare. Healthcare in general. Mm-hmm. Um. I, a lot of it is the the, the uh, medical companies are able to charge more because they're, they're playing insurance off of the hospital. You know, just run the price up, the insurance pay for it, this, this that, and the other.
2: Well, that's just it. I I know you're a libertarian. I fucking hate <laughs> capitalism. It makes, it, seriously, it does my fucking head in, I'm capitalism. I'm sorry. Um, it... Like, seriously, my life should not be your business. Like, you making a a miracle drug for sure that keeps my MS symptoms at bay. Yes, that's worth a lot of money. Quarter of a million dollars? A lot of money? I doubt it. I doubt it takes that much to make that. I mean, Mm -hmm. I yeah, it's it's all about the fucking money.
1: It's all about the money. That's how they can, you know, call you and negotiate too. You know, when you owe a bill, they'll call you straight away and they're like, well, if you'll just pay it all today, you know, we'll knock off, you know, 25% or we'll Mm -hmm. knock off half. And it's like, well, then why the hell are you even charging people that to begin with? It's stupid. I think it's like
0: you're getting a deal out of it. Right. Did you see Mark Cuban's new website?
1: Mm -hmm. Oh,
0: he's opened his own online pharmacy now. Yeah. And everything is cost plus 15%. One of the main ones they're doing is some leukemia drug, some leukemia drug has to be taken monthly. And I think, I think like you go to a pharmacy and you're trying to buy it, uh, with no insurance, it's like two grand a month and he's selling it for a little over a hundred dollars a month on his, on his website. Oh wow! I mean, like one of them is a gout medication. It's eighty bucks a month. He's selling it for like three, three dollars and some change for a month supply.
2: What is gout? And gout is, is... It fine if my toe hurts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, number one, gout is an inflammation you know, disease or uh, problem. But number two, yes, it is bad if your toes hurt. Tink got gout one time.
2: i I'm like I don't eat. I feel like I don't eat. Purine-rich foods that should give me gout, but yeah, like every now and then,
0: citrus I've, can do it too. Do you know, like like oranges, lime?
2: Oh, I do like a lime, and I do like a lemon. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even think about that. Yep, citrus I could probably be a big got problem. the goddamn
1: gout, guys. <laughs> the goddamn gout. Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, I came when me and her, she had just moved in with me, and. One morning, it was a Saturday morning, she's like, my toe is killing me. That's
2: because we're living in sin, darling. <laughs> <That's>...
0: <laughs> that fornication goes right to your toe. Mm-hmm. Um, I, was like, I turned the line on, and, and her toe was just red. I said, did you hit it on something last night? Did you break your toe before you came to bed and didn't realize it? If
2: that was me, the answer would have been most likely. <laughs> I hit my toes like 12 <laughs> times a fucking day. I, all of them.
0: And so she's like, I'm going to call the doctor's office and go see him. I'm like, oh, I'm going to work. I went and open the shop. I usually closed around 12 or 1 on Saturday. And I got home, I came pulling up and she, we had like a little bistro table out on the carport. And she's sitting out there smoking a cigarette, with her foot up in the air. I said, What did I just say? I got gout. Like, you got an old man disease. Look at <laughs> you. She's like, Shut up. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, like she took some pills for like a week and it was, she had it since, never had it again. Nice. So I don't know what it was. Yeah, she had she had a gout toe.
1: It was all that. I'm gonna say what shower having. All uh-huh. like, that what All that heathen sex. Yeah, seeing that heathen yeah, yeah. sex, he'd make her toes curl now.
0: <laughs> make them puff up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lord, girl, he got me so good last night my toes walled up. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just I've seen a lot of stuff. I see it all the time now working, working around you know, in the medical fields and everything i don't know these hospitals call a complaint about what we charge for emergency deliveries and so my boss said why are they they're passing that cost on to the on to the patient it's not like the hospital's eating those charges there's no what they're they're spreading that out over everybody who comes in the hospital
2: right and they are sick of people bitching at them about that like y'all have got to do something about this
0: <laughs> what are we going to do i mean we have to keep the vans running but yeah, what else do you want to grab about tonight? Um,
1: well, I feel like everything I've said has been negative, so... No, that's, this is a good old gripe fest. I'm, I'm I'm excited for concert season. Like, so many good people yeah, are fuck coming you. back. Yeah, you.
0: I got your text after I woke up, and then I saw what was going on, and I was all mad.
1: Well, I was hoping that you would go... Go where? where? I
0: didn't wake up in time to get a ticket. This third row center?
1: Where? What? pussifer
2: oh okay yeah <laughs> you don't about like, y'all <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah y'all can have that
1: but we're going to we're going to jazz fest too oh fun and i've never been so and i haven't been to new orleans other than that work trip since i was 21 which was pre-katrina so i'm looking forward to just going and and actually enjoying myself and seeing that again
0: yeah yeah i'd love to go see pussifer again but I think the night they're playing in Atlanta, I'm working.
1: Yeah. There's not many dates right now. 15, I think. Maybe. And the closest show is Atlanta.
0: Yeah. So, number one, I don't want driving in Atlanta. Number two, I'm kind of tied up that night. Well. I would love to see them again. They put on a hell of a show.
1: Yeah. I'm going. (laughs) Brag about it. I had to. I've been, been waiting for like, well, I guess it's been six years. I want them to go back on tour.
0: You going to the Bill Street Music Festival?
1: I don't know. We've talked about it, but
0: uh, it's bad news not. this year. Great, pretty good lineup, but they're not doing it at Tumley Park this year.
1: Where is? They're doing it? it
0: at some fairgrounds. Where there's like no hotels or anything around it. Hmm. So it defeats the whole purpose of it being on Bill Street. <laughs> am I right or am I right? Oh well, yeah. Yeah. There you go. You're
1: welcome. I really wanted to go to Bonnaroo because Tool was playing. Oh, really? And and Pussifer. Like, they're headlining different nights. And Stevie Nicks. Oh, so I was like, Please, I, I just want to get. Well, there's a lot of other good people, too. But, you know, those are some of my favorite favorites. So and then I looked at ticket prices and was like, nope.
0: Yeah. Dingo used to go every year. <laughs> and hit it myself. Uh, they had been since they had their first first kid, but like for like a ten year stretch, they went every single year. He loved it.
1: It sounds fun, but I just can't justify spending. I think it was like seven hundred dollars.
0: Well, for like a three day pass or four day pass, whatever it is. Yeah.
1: Damn. If I remember correctly, or it was maybe it was like four or five hundred. But then you know, if you are a couple and you're going, it's like a thousand dollars just to get in. Yeah. And that's not including hotels and all that and i'm like "Mm -mm, you're mm -mm." gonna camp
0: there you're gonna a hotel
1: well i know that but i'm not y'all need
2: to like different music and then it's cheaper okay (laughs) the muddy roots music festival there's all kinds of that
0: at clarksdale or where's that
2: um it's somewhere in tennessee
1: i can't remember the name of it jazz fest was cheap though it's like i didn't get a weekend pass i just got one day because i want to do other things while i'm there yeah but it was like seventy dollars i think but there's so many people playing
0: they still did the voodoo festival down there
1: Mm-hmm.
0: i don't know if they did it or not i know when they when they when katrina hit they ended up doing it in memphis that that year they did AutoZone on park
1: that's one i've always wanted to go to and i've never made it
0: <laughs> who do you want to go see at muddy roots
2: um I don't I don't even know what the lineup's going to be this year. Um But usually I mean like Slim Sessions Auto Club plays and like just a bunch of Oh man, just a bunch of great stuff like
1: Where is that at?
2: It's somewhere in Tennessee. I can't remember. Yeah,
0: I remember seeing a billboard for it last maybe not last year. I can't remember. But they have one out at, in Clarksville or Greenville too. But it's like, I think it's more blues centric.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think it's called like the juke fest, juke joint fest, something like that. But yeah. And I had been, I hadn't been to a show since I went to see Pussifer. You just can't top that. It was a really good show. I enjoyed it a lot. That
1: was a long time ago.
0: Yeah. That was, I was still dealing guns then.
1: It was like 2014, wasn't 15, it?
0: 15, somewhere around there.
1: That's been a minute.
0: Yeah, I don't get out much around people. I, I just hate I hate going to any big city now. Trying to do anything.
1: It depends. I was getting a little weary of it, and then COVID hit, and I was like, "Well." <laughs> then I started missing everything. Yeah. So I'm I'm in YOLO mode now. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I just I hate I hate the fight and traffic. I mean, I do that every night anyway, but then to go do it. I of my nights off. You're asking a lot of me, and then trying to find somewhere to park, paying for parking, trying to walk to the theater or wherever without getting mugged or shot at, mm. either or. It's just yeah. a lot, a lot to do now. And then try to have to get, get out of there at eleven at night and drive two hours home. I, I ain't about that.
1: I'm looking at muddy roots stuff now.
0: <laughs> Where's it at?
1: That's what I'm trying to find. That looks like it's uh Dead air. I don't know what I'm looking at here. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's um a weekend pass for Talking it into is Talk to the microphone. A weekend pass to muddy roots is one hundred and seventy five dollars. Um that's for the whole weekend? Mm-hmm. That ain't too bad. No. It's, they don't want anybody to know where they're at, apparently. Because even on oh, the God. about, it doesn't <laughs> tell. Let's see.
0: Hey, have y'all ever tried frog legs before?
1: Yes. No. Yes.
0: What'd you think about them?
2: Um, the ones that I had weren't gamey at all. They just tasted like greasy chicken legs. <laughs> I
0: had some of the night, they tasted like beer.
2: What? I was a kid, though, I, well, and I, I wouldn't think, have tasted beer yet.
0: I think it was because of all the hops.
2: Mm. Hey! Uh. No. Thank y'all for listening Not to this episode a, of The Hango Show. Yeah.
0: Be sure to go by <laughs> com to check it, out you know, all our that? shows in the network. Also, <laughs> be sure to go by our sponsors like com E-A-B-L-E-S, and save 15%. On your next order, some premium CBD with the promo code HANGO. Also, go this by MyDelta8.com. Mesa and trika, I love y'all. You
2: know, I love you. you, too, and nobody listens to this podcast ever <laughs> I'll see y'all free. next
0: time. Bye.